0: hello this is darren and this is Paige. and this is where's Where's the lemonade lemonade. where we talk about what happens when
1: life throws you lemons make some lemonade Uh, maybe some weeks it's lemon squares yeah some weeks it's just lemons yeah (laughs) on today's episode we are talking about discipline in blended families
0: and for the kids in two homes. Okay first let's talk about what is discipline. It's kind of a a touchy subject for a lot of people. A lot of people say that discipline and punishment are the same things but when we talk about discipline we need something specific.
1: Like what? Well
0: to us discipline includes rules and then consequences for those rules. Right, So real discipline means that you're teaching your kids how to be a a good human being. So just having rules with no consequences is worthless. And just having consequences with no rules makes it really hard for a kid to know what's right and what's wrong.
1: Yeah, it's true. So you have to have um, consequences for their actions. Now, we've talked about this before in our podcast that the rules are the same, for all the kids, right? Right, but but the the,
0: consequences may be different depending on each child. Because kids are very different. Yeah, very different. It's not your kids or my kids where the consequences may be different. It's each child is is very different. But imagine that compounded with blending families together and also these kids also having to know what the rules and the consequences are in different homes as they're going back and forth between two parents
1: yeah it's not easy it's not easy at all especially in the beginning it is a lot of ironing out of uh, all of our different
0: opinions uh, yeah
1: I, there
0: are things that really have to be
1: hammered out styles we had different discipline styles and which even in non blended families right two people have two different styles of how they discipline um, but it is much more pronounced and well, because you had already raised your older kids
0: all the way all the way out of the house, and then we had some that were half-raised still in the house, on my side and on your side. So you already had a pattern of discipline in your home.
1: Yes, and that is probably one of the touchiest subjects in blending families. Um, as I notice in my Facebook groups that I'm a part of with blended oh, yeah. families, it's, it is a hot topic because... When all of a sudden, new stepdad is disciplining um, stepkid, and the mom's going, uh, "What are you doing? That's not how I do it." You know, it's, it's
0: that's such, or even exacerbating that, where the kids have just gotten back from their their bio mom or their bio dad, and now are coming into your home, and the discipline is different in each home. That compounded onto a blending of families. It. Can be a, it can be a disaster
1: it is that's that's a very touchy subject as well because then you're blaming the bio parent going oh my goodness you know what's and, going on over there and, and you know and yeah. these
0: poor kids are stuck in the middle yes having a hard time figuring out uh, navigating what uh, real discipline
1: really is yeah exactly okay so when you and I got married, there was some we did get married i remember we that. did do you remember that i remember that it was oh, awesome. well, we're not that old yet no we we're still, not were, that old yeah we still remember <laughs> okay good um we had some definite different discipline styles our rules were very close yeah we were our very, rules were very close. we were very very close on the rules which made things easy that way but our discipline techniques and styles were a little bit different
0: yeah, yeah, and you know what? Maybe we need to add one more thing to discipline. It's rules, consequences, and how we let the kids know what those rules are when they're going outside of the boundaries of those rules. That was one of the big things that was different between you and I. What do you mean? Well, I used the counting method. Oh. I know you hate the counting method. And I, and I thought I was being method. smart because I wouldn't say things like, in three seconds, I'm going to count to three, and then you need to stop what you're doing. I never did that. I counted backwards because I thought I was like circumventing the threat by saying five, four, three. And what I found out was my kids knew how to count backwards really, really well.
1: Yeah. That's That's all they
0: learned from that. They didn't really learn consequences for their actions.
1: So yes, that was one of the things. Because when Darren and I got married, we had a four, five, and six-year-old. And then we had um, Uh, a 12 12- 14, 14, anyway, yeah, yeah, then older. 14, 16, 16. Yeah. So we still had some little kids that needed some, you know, definite disciplining um, and rules and having those enforced. Yeah,
0: it's all about learning.
1: Right. And yes, I remember when we got, I don't think I'd seen you count before we got married. I'm trying to remember. No, no, you
0: had. Had I? Yeah, you mentioned it to me
1: before we got married. Okay. But and yeah, he starts counting five, four, and I'm sitting there going, what are you doing? Yeah, you said it to me afterwards, not at the Oh, no, no, no. I, yeah, I wouldn't have done that in front of the kids. No, no, no. But yeah, afterwards I was like, what What was that? And he's like, well, it's counting. People count. This is a thing.
0: Yeah, and you <laughs> taught me, why would you give them five seconds to stop doing something wrong?
1: Yes, yeah, so. You just tell them, stop
0: doing what you're doing.
1: <laughs> people, people don't know. Some people probably don't know this about me. I am the fun parent for sure. But I'm also a very strict why parent. do you get to say you're the fun parent? Because I am. Just, yeah, I'm all yeah.
0: the kids will agree.
1: <laughs> I am. But I am also probably more... You're I, more
0: strict than I am.
1: I am strict. I'm like, you know what? This is how it is. And if you want to have fun, then this is how we... you know, You've got to toe the line and then we can have fun. But yes, so I am very much... Why would you give your child five more seconds... To misbehave. To misbehave. That makes no sense to me.
0: Right. So, and you know what? It was hard for me at first when you were like, you're telling me how to raise my kids. Right. Yeah. But I said, wait, I need to take a different perspective on this. I need help raising these kids, right? Because I'm a single dad and I need help raising these kids. And your kids are good kids. My kids were good kids. They were still young. Right. So... I listened to what you had to say, and I started incorporating that. And it threw my kids off. Wait, you're not counting, Dad? No, I'm not counting. The consequences yeah. are here right now.
1: And I wasn't trying to tell you. I mean, I, I don't think I was that direct in saying, you know, what are you doing? But I definitely said, you know, hey, maybe you we You said, could, what are you doing? <laughs> did, okay, maybe I did. <laughs> but not in the
0: moment, later, you said, we need to talk. I'm like, okay. But and I appreciated that. But for me i had to swallow a little bit of pride and humble myself enough to say look you're trying to help me help the kids
1: i'm trying to help you raise the best human beings that we can raise
0: right and i think from that point on we really kind of started listening to each other more about right. all right what what are we took advantage of the different styles that we were using to come together
1: yes and you have to be willing in a blended family you have to be willing to listen to each other and compromise you're gonna have to compromise because if you really would have wanted to keep the counting that would have really bummed me out but it's not the end of the world it's you know what i mean it's really not so you still have but you were willing to go you know what i can see your point of why you think counting is stupid now i am not trying to offend (laughs) anyone out there if you count and it works for you that is just but i have to tell you from
0: from doing both just it's time to stop
1: yeah I'm it, just like yeah whatever why, I, why if you... we're counting it's because they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing and I'm going well then they need to stop right, right now. now yeah <laughs> not in five seconds Not. and like I said I used to know people that would go three two and a half yeah come on, right, doing... right, I'm getting closer to I'm mm-hmm. almost there and I was like are you kidding me
0: yeah they're still doing something <laughs> wrong so, what, so that's interesting because our discipline styles in that was the delivery of, of the consequence. Right. Right. The rules were the same. In fact, when we got married, there were very few rules that were different between the kids.
1: Yeah, we are very lucky that way. We are. Um, we had, you know, all of our all of the big things were already were already there. We're already and, agreed on. And for
0: the teenagers, it was a little bit more fuzzy when we first got married. Yeah. Because um, they'd already been living, but the younger kids, most definitely, uh, same rules for the younger kids almost right away.
1: Right. Now there is. I think we've talked about this in a different episode. The Nacho Nacho kids. Yeah, we
0: mentioned it a little bit, but I think we need to dig deeper on this one.
1: So that is a huge parenting style that people are using in blended families. It's called nacho, nacho kid, meaning it's not your kid, nacho kid.
0: It's not your bio kid. So you have no reason to discipline.
1: Right. You don't have the concept. Yeah. You don't have any say, like you do your kids. I do mine. And that's how we're going to be a happy family. And it's kind of, I mean, there's books on it. There's, it's kind of taken off. I say rubbish. I just don't see how, I just don't see how that works. I don't. Different
0: rules different for different kids in the same house?
1: Yeah, I think that sounds... That seems like a that, recipe for yeah, a disaster. To me,
0: it sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But we learned real quick, when we first got married, there were certain things we would talk about with the older kids, with our teenagers, before any consequences would happen. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't like we're putting down the gauntlet. I couldn't put the gauntlet down on your kids if they were doing something... That was breaking the rules and you couldn't really do it with my kids no so in that respect it was nacho kids but we talked about it we didn't just ignore it we said look you know i would say Paige, so-and-so is doing this and you know maybe you didn't see it but we need to talk about this
1: right right and we did do that and it it when you have teenagers in a blended family it is best, I, we think, this is our opinion, it is best not to discipline your stepkids.
0: At, at the first, no, when our our kids have been raised together, no problem.
1: Oh, well... Th- We're talking when you first blend, Yes, right? so I'm talking when you first blend and the older kids. Yes. It's the older kids. You cannot discipline each other's kids if they're over, I mean, I would say 13, 14. You, you just... You can't. It's 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 a bad for your relationship with them.
0: Well, I wouldn't even say you're still disciplining, but you're not doing the consequence side. Yes, the rule. Yes. You're still enforcing the rule. The, hey, the rules are still the rules. You don't let right. them slide. Right, right. But you you have to then coordinate better with your spouse and say, look, these rules were not, you know. These rules were broken today by so-and-so. Right. What are we going to do about it?
1: Well, and I guess I still, if we were in the kitchen and you weren't there, I would still say to, you know, your kids, hey, get up, help, you know, do the, di- you know. So I did still say, hey, you're helping with this or you're helping with that. So, uh, so that is kind of
0: discipline because that's a part of discipline. I think discipline has such a bad connotation for punishment. But yeah. it's not real punishment, so it's only in the cases where things are going really off the rails, right? That you would that you would say, "Hey, probably not say anything at all, and then talk to me later." Exactly. And say, "Look, we've got a major problem here yes. that we've got to deal with." Yes.
1: Now with the little kids, since we had a four, five, and six-year-old,
0: they're they're both our kids. It's... They
1: were our kids. We, I mean, I was with them while you were at work, so I can't sit there and say to a four-year-old, "Okay, well, wait till your dad gets home tonight." Like that just does not work. So we discipline I we discipline all three kids. There's no difference yeah, anymore. Yeah, there's no difference. Yeah.
0: And I would say even with the la, the the bottom five, even with Jacob and Julianne, even though they were teenagers, they were young teenagers and they kind of, you know, mesh pretty well.
1: Oh, and Jacob and Julianne were just such yeah, discipline problems. Kids. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it <laughs> they're was really just good oh, kids. oh so hard to discipline those amazing no, there children. A, there were
0: some times when it was it was tough when uh, Julianne was learning uh, what it was like to have hormones pumping through her system that I didn't know what to do. Yeah, she's
1: she's gonna love this part of the podcast. Well,
0: hey, hey, sorry, Julianne,
1: <laughs> but I
0: think every every everyone when they go through those changes and things like that. It's hard to navigate that. And me being a dad with the three oldest are boys. I didn't know what to do with a girl.
1: Well, and she was going through a rough time. I mean. Uh,
0: the divorce. The divorce. And her whole, body's yes, changing. And, yes.
1: And having a new stepmom and not knowing what to do with her. And, so
0: I really leaned on you heavily for that, for right. help. What do I
1: do? Right. And, and I he, would give you suggestions and then you would go and that. I didn't right. go and that.
0: But there were times later on that you did. And you formed a nice bond with William because
1: yes, of that. later on, later yeah. on, but not but not at the beginning, not in the beginning, absolutely no. not. That's just going to put a wedge between you and your stepkids.
0: Now another thing that we've talked to some friends about was when they combined their families, they combined all their rules, and didn't throw any out. So now these kids had all these rules just piled on from both homes. I can't even imagine what that would do to a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. You've got to you've got to you get Weed through be them. Smart. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Right, You've got to be flexible and remember the the whole purpose of the rules and discipline is to help teach your children to be good adults. Right. Right. That's our goal. That's our goal. Okay, now we're going to talk about the kids and going between two homes. And it can be really difficult because even though you and your ex-spouse raise these kids to a certain point, they've probably brought in someone else as well. And there may be more kids involved. So the rules um, are more than likely going to be different in the two homes.
1: Of course. And because you split up, if you you were doing something together... And now you went, well, I didn't like that she was doing that anyway. Right. You throw something out. And so, so there are definitely going to be different rules at well, different houses.
0: absolutely. And you may even do, you may, may even throw out a rule just despite.
1: Exactly. Especially I mean, in the happens. beginning. Especially yes. in the beginning. In the beginning. Well,
0: I know at your mom's, you know, or it, when we were all together, we used to do this. Right. We're not doing that anymore. I'm doing my own thing. Yes, you know. yes, yes. Right. That's pretty common.
1: Right. But yeah, that can be, that can be really tough. And I know. In the beginning, when your kids were so little, it was hard when they would come to our house and there were these rules and then they went to, you know, your ex and there were those rules. And then when they came back, the transition day was really difficult. Yeah,
0: the first day was always really tough. They were always more emotional. They were always more grumpy and breaking rules that they probably forgot about. I mean, just simple, small things. Kind
1: of testing the boundaries every time they would go back and forth, you know, to see what was happening at each house and, and
0: i would say that's probably pretty normal
1: yeah I and
0: mean, because we saw it for i don't know probably a year and a half
1: we did we did especially since the little ones were so little but yeah we always had this this kind of tough transition day of them going oh yeah i'm at this house now and these are the rules these are and... The,
0: this is the discipline style of right. this house which right. is different than at my mom's house right Right. So
1: now it's different because Sam, we have 100% of the time, so Sam didn't Sam have that. never had to go through that. Nope, he didn't have that back and forth, but he did see, you know, the kids come back and see how, you know, maybe they act a little differently. And, yeah, he noticed it. He even right. talked to us about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that can be really, really difficult. So it's
0: really important that you understand what your kids are going through. Yes. And even, and but here's the trick. When they come back on those transition days, you the rules are the rules. But the discipline that goes with those rules or the consequences that goes with those rules on that first day may change a little bit.
1: Well, and you can say to them when they've done you know something naughty, they've broken a rule. You can say, I understand or I can try and understand that this is really difficult, that you're coming back over here and there's different rules. I, I can imagine that this would be really hard. But we still have to keep these rules. We love you, but this is still the rule here. Right. But you can try and empathize with them and say, you know, I and imagine. And maybe the
0: consequence is different at that point in time. Right. Right. You have to give them some
1: some credit. They're going through a lot. They're going through a lot. These poor kids. Yeah. Back and forth. And then we've also had instances, and I know lots of people do. I've seen this on the threads that I'm on in Facebook, that when you So say you ground your child from whatever, their phone, video games, um, and then they go back to their, their moms or their dads the next day. Right. Yeah,
0: two days later. And
1: they're like, sweet, get my electronic back. That's tough.
0: That is tough. And this is where you have to coordinate with your ex and say, look, our goal together is to raise these children the best that we can, even though we've kind of screwed them up already. Because divorce, I don't care what anyone says out there, divorce really puts a number on kids.
1: It does, it's, it's yeah. tragic. It's it, tragic It's
0: tragic for them. So you've got to somehow swallow your pride, talk to each other about, you know, if they've done something really bad, right? That you've agreed that a, a, a common punishment or consequence for that would be maybe a grounding then you have to make sure that that's carried across the different homes.
1: And we've had that. It's worked and it hasn't worked. I mean, we've had we've it where had it, yeah. it has been carried out and then sometimes where we just have to carry it back out when they come back to our house. Right. And that's just the way it goes. And
0: it, it was just because we didn't communicate with well. Right,
1: exactly. And that's just the way it goes. So that is hard for the kids, though. And I actually, I think that's kind of a, a good, a good uh, point for the kids because if they get in trouble at one house and then two days later they're going back to... Their oh, kids parents play. The oh, kids yeah. play it. They're like, sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah. The kids know how to, how to work that. So be mindful of that. And remember that you're in this to help raise these kids, right? So you've got to figure that out. Another thing I would suggest is try your best to have some common rules across the different households if you can
1: and you know we've been really fortunate with that we have with your ex and even my ex we on all of the big things we we we're pretty much in agreement
0: yeah we're in total
1: agreement we're totally i mean there's it's just the smaller things that are you know mundane little things that i mean like we don't allow electronics in our kids rooms um i don't think that's a rule at your ex's house i mean just just small things like that um but in all of the major areas we're, we're, we're in
0: pretty much lockstep, which and is important.
1: It is important, and we're really fortunate that way. Yeah, we absolutely are.
0: But I guess the key takeaway from this is try your best to communicate with your ex yep, and give your kids the benefit of the doubt on those transition days, but keep make sure that the rules are the same.
1: I totally agree. That, so that
0: they don't, oh, the rules are different today because you're having a bad day. No. Right. right.
1: Empathize with them. But they still
0: have to keep the rule. They still have to keep the rule. Maybe their consequences different that day. Right. But the rule still has to be kept. Right.
1: All right. So our last section in this episode is our tips.
0: Yeah. What we've learned, what yeah. has worked and what hasn't worked. And. And we, we got a lot of things that worked. Yeah. And we got some really bad examples, too.
1: Okay, like what?
0: Well, I think the number one thing that, and I guess I learned it from my dad, it's the outrageous consequence. Oh,
1: I hate the outrageous consequence.
0: We all, we've we all done it, especially at the, lo- at the end of a long car ride, after being in the car for 10 hours, and the kids, the book has run out, and the kids are going crazy, and, and
1: I... And Darren says... If you don't knock it off, you're going to walk home. Oh, okay. They're going to walk from Reno to home. Okay. <laughs> They're going to yeah. walk
0: 120 miles. Yeah. Oh. Everyone knows that's an empty threat. I guess yes. that's the right, right term. Yes. So empty threats, all it does is just let the kids know that you're upset. But there's no consequence. There's no, nothing and I, going I f- on there, I feel right? like
1: when you, when you threaten with outrageous, your you're just showing them that you're not serious.
0: Yeah, that's you're true. You're not
1: serious because obviously you cannot come through with this. So I feel like they're just like, okay, whatever. That you, they can Well, get and, away and with what it.
0: that does is any time that you do say, here's the threat if you don't stop this, they're not going to take you serious.
1: Right. So, no outrageous no outrageous threats. Yeah, if you're and, going to threaten, it has to be with something that you can come through well, with. and then why even threaten?
0: Yeah, I mean, you've kind of taught me that. Yeah. Right? Especially, and I think this works out really, it's a simple example. Like we have a rule in our house. The kitchen is open anytime as long as you clean up after yourself. And that includes all of our neighbors, mm-hmm. all of our neighbor kids. And I have loved it when our neighbor kids are that are new in the house and they come over and you say, hey, open, you know, you guys can have whatever you want. Make sure you clean up. And they don't.
1: Yeah. Then I get mad at them.
0: Yeah, you don't threaten them. <laughs> no. You say, you get your skinny butts back here in the kitchen, and you clean up your mess. Yes. You don't say, if you don't clean up your mess, I'm not going to have the kitchen open anymore.
1: No. No. I say, get back in here and clean up, and next time I don't want to have to tell you this because you're just going to clean up, and they do.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I I, and- I I sit in awe when I see you do this because... All the neighbor kids do it. All of our kids do it. It's truly amazing. And
1: I don't want people to think that you just have to do this once and it happens. I remind our kids all the time. All the time. They start to walk out of the kitchen and I go, "What? what eh, eh, where, where are you going? Get back
0: in there. But I like how you, the, the consequence is immediate. Yeah. Get it done. Get it done. Right? And it's appropriate. Right, right. I think that's the other thing is that consistency that you mentioned is key. When a rule is broken... You need to point it out and say, "Look," and be consistent about it.
1: Consistency is vital in raising, um, I think, happy, well-adjusted kids. Is consistency, definite no, consistency, uh, absolutely. And none of this "wait until your dad comes home" stuff. You know, you just can't. That that's that's back in the fifties and sixties. We, you just can't do that. You can't do that. You cannot say, "Wait until your dad comes home." Now, when there have been times where you've gotten home, and I've told you something that has gone on, and I do want you to have a talk with that child. But
0: you've already corrected them.
1: Absolutely, it's already yeah. been corrected. But you can still sit with them and say, "Hey, I heard this happened today, and let's talk about this." And right.
0: Well, and there's been times when you've been gone, and I've talked to the kids, and I said, "You know what? Your mom and I need to talk about this."
1: Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly.
0: If it's a, if it's you know something that's big, then hey, it's it most definitely you need to show union you right. need to show that you're working together and
1: there have been times where i've said you know what you need to go to your room um and i need to talk to your dad either on the phone or when he comes home so you I mean there because there, there are times where you just are going hmm i'm not sure how to handle how this to situation handle yeah and i don't and i don't want to handle it wrong and so that therefore let's just put so push so, pause. What, so what you're
0: saying is instead of just pushing the punishment for the for me to do you're saying I want to. I want to consult before absolutely. the pun, the consequence for this exactly. you know, rule breaking.
1: Yes, happens. yes. I need a consultation, please. I, you know what?
0: <laughs> I think that's a really uh, healthy attitude.
1: Yeah. So let's right. let's let's pause. Like you're still in trouble. Go to your room, right? Right. And you're going to stay in your room till and we figure this out.
0: We're going to talk about it,
1: and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that also gives you time to relax. Yes, absolutely. Right, and and think clearly because i know i have i have to think clearly before i dish out a punishment for something that's bad yes in the moment
1: yes and if you're super angry in the moment the best thing to do and to say is nothing don't say anything don't say anything take take a breath okay take a breath (laughs) take you can do it. it it is
0: important that you do though yes right and if that even means you know what you go to your room. I'm going to go to my room. Right, We're, we're, both, gonna...
1: we're both going to have time out and let's, yeah. uh, let's meet back here in a little bit. Yes. Now that can be really <laughs> difficult
0: if a kid is like mouthing off and won't be quiet and doing that. Then most definitely you need separation.
1: Oh, Talk most about. definitely they need to be in their room yes, in that situation. Yeah, most definitely.
0: definitely. You know what I have found? Uh, we also talked about the counting up and counting down. Yeah. We don't even do that anymore. Our kids no. know that, hey, you did
1: something wrong. No, that hasn't happened in years. But I know families that use it, and it's worked for them, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, I don't care for it, and, you know, that's fine. Well, I,
0: I, like, I like the way that we do it. Uh, for example, if the kids have left a mess in the family room, we just say, come down and clean up the fan room. Yeah, right no, now. You have 10 seconds to come down and clean up the fan no, room. No,
1: it's stop what you're doing stop this very moment doing. and do this right, right now. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I, I really like that approach.
1: Okay, so let's end this on kind, firm, consistent. You know, you mentioned right?
0: yeah, you mentioned earlier that you're the fun parent. All the kids would agree. You're fun. You're kind. You're firm, though.
1: I am firm. Right? I am firm. And they would all say that, too.
0: They would all say that, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And consistency. And the consistency is not just over time. It's consistency between you and I. Right. Absolutely. It's the same. Right. Right. So I, I know I've heard this before. Mom went on a girl's trip and um, dad spends, you know, the whole day cleaning up the day before she comes home. Uh-huh. Right. That doesn't happen at our house. Did you know that?
1: No. What happens?
0: The same thing that happens when you're at the house.
1: Oh, everyone! Everyone, everyone just keeps cleaning keeps all the cleaning time. Up. Yeah,
0: and I learned real quick. I still have to. I still have to write them. Of course, right? Yeah. So I think it's kind of this consistency that the kids, right, you know,
1: right, that it are. does doesn't just go to heck when I leave. Yes. Yeah, it's it's still there. It, it, yeah, the consistency is yeah.
0: still there. The kids need to feel that. It helps them feel grounded. It helps them feel um, like um, they have some consistent some. Something solid in their life, even though their life has been turned upside right. down.
1: And I want to give a shout out to our kids, our ten kids. Thank you. A lot of you have been guinea pigs for a lot of our different yeah, we discipline say techniques. The,
0: the first kids are you know, sorry kids.
1: Yes, they've been they've been our guinea pigs, and we appreciate their patience in us learning how to be good parents because it's not easy. And we are still learning every day. So, kids, we love you. You've been patient with us. And we have 10 amazing kids. Hey, make sure the
0: kitchen's clean.
1: (laughs) Put your dishes in the dishwasher.
0: Okay, our funny moment of the week this week happens to be with uh, one of our uh, good friends, their neighbor, our neighbors. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, they're like family. Yeah. And their daughter just went to Peru for a humanitarian mission-type experience.
0: And uh, in Peru, they eat guinea pig.
1: They do. Now, Brooke, that's who—that's our friend's uh, daughter, Brooke, she has two guinea pigs as pets.
0: And I always joked with her, because I ate guinea pig when I lived in Brazil. I always joked with her that I'd be over to uh, when the guinea pigs were fat enough to cook one.
1: And she was always horrified when you said that. I know she was. And so we went over the other night to see pictures of her trip, and we wanted to hear all about her experiences that she had. And
0: we saw a little video.
1: She ate guinea pig. And I'm like, you ate your pet? Like, that's like us eating Heidi. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Heidi is
0: kind of portly. I bet she'd be Uh, kind of tasty.
1: Makes no sense. So, yeah, she went to this restaurant where I think it was kind of a novel Thing. They brought this guinea pig out, deep fried, with a hat on, and it still had its front, like, buck teeth sticking yeah, it out. Did. It was so disgusting. <laughs> and there's a video of Brooke putting a bite of guinea pig in her mouth.
0: So that's our funny And then moment. she spit it out. Yeah. She did
1: spit it out. But I couldn't believe that she even put a bite of guinea So we were joking with her that one day she's going to be like, Dad, fire up the grill that's right let's throw my guinea pigs let's have dinner <laughs> if you like today's episode
0: give us five stars on iTunes Spotify Google
1: and head to Facebook and like us
0: and check out our blog at where's the lemonade.org
1: where you can leave questions and comments
0: and, but most of all go out and make some lemonade you betcha baby On our next episode, we're
1: going to talk about our trip that we're on right now.
0: Yeah, we're actually recording in (laughs) Fairfax, Virginia. So you're going to hear all about this cool trip. In our
1: hotel room.